This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Boom Rookies. I am Matt Bungard and alongside me as always, Mitch Doyle. Hello. G'day everybody. All right. Uh, We're back. Um, Time for some jump into your questions very shortly, but we've got a couple little things we want to discuss. First, Mitchell, um, we've got some international team lists that have come out and halves aside, as is tradition, the Tonga team looks pretty bloody good. Yeah, we're not going to again read through all these team lists. They're on the internet, but uh, they have named... Tupo and Stags, and they've named Stags at six, which is obviously a sign of the players they're missing. But there's no confirmation they're playing yet. People have taken that as confirmation as they've put the uh, country before state. Don't get too excited until we get confirmation on Sunday. It might help Freddie's decision making. It might be an easy way to say, "Oh yeah, look, we let them play for Tonga," but they haven't decided. They've been named, and, and Christian Wolf said, even he's not even coaching the game, right? He's Dean Young stepping in for him. But Christian Wolf is the coach. Essentially, he's named his best 25 players that are available that aren't injured or aren't in the Super League, essentially. So they might not all play, but it's a pretty good side. Like the forward pack, we might as well write a bit of that off, but it's like Takeaho, Fanua Blake, Tupanua, Kolomatangi, uh, Tamalolo, yeah, Bench of Olakawadu, Pangai, Totola, and Fodawaka can't even make the bench. And even guys like Fafida can't make the bench. Dave, Andrew Fafida, yeah, that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and Joe, I used to be walk-up start on that side. It's quite good. And um, even if Tupo misses, Tui Palutu is, is a, a wing option for them. They still lack in the halves and the spine, though, with Havili being their hooker, who, you know, he's fine. But Kola's fullback. And uh, maybe we could see Sonny Luke play a bit more of hooker off the bench. And maybe we'll see... um. That Isaiah Katoa from Penrith, who's that really high rated yeah, by yeah, half, but yeah, maybe yeah. by the World Cup, he might even the most start. highly rated halves prospect in the country. Yeah. But no, it's it's a, it's a real good side, yeah. and the Kiwis have made a pretty good side too. Yeah, uh, that's that team also looks very good. That's that team. I think Campo said earlier today that it could be the best forward pack in the world if you if they got it all together. Which, yeah, I mean, yeah. Maybe. We mentioned a couple of weeks ago, we spoke about like you know for the World Cup and about the the selector thing with Peter Volandis that like that Kiwi team is going to be one of the best Kiwi teams in a while. And, they, and they've named, um, they've only named two centers, essentially mm-hmm. like Joseph Martin and Peter Hiku, maybe Mulatalo plays there. But I guess the only question mark is, yeah, is Tamari Martin got named. I feel sorry for uh, Tomoko from uh, the Raiders. I thought he would have got named, but he didn't. So I guess Tamari might play fullback or Manu plays for Mulatalo plays centers. But again, really good side. And as, as we said, speaking out in the past, it's, a really good pack, and they've had a good packs for a while, but this is like a really good pack. And then they have yeah. Brandon Smith, Dylan Brown, Jerome Hughes. Genuine like threat for the World Cup. And I think it's like the England team, no one's no one's playing against England are playing the Exiles coming up. They've recalled that Mickey McCallum from like hasn't played international football for like 13 years. He's like in his mid-30s. England team looks like the worst it's ever been, you know, in our lifetimes. But over here, it looks like we might go into the World Cup where honestly there might be and haven't seen Samoa's side yet. There might be three or four teams that could win it because Australia's team is no longer above and beyond the others. No, which I think is better for the sport. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. It is, oh, mate, it's, it's fantastic with fantastic the sport. And, like, the Australia team, again, we don't know who's actually going to play for them, but 
they'll probably name a squad in the coming uh, the coming weeks. They said they would, and it it might just help the interest for the World Cup because that's obviously part of it. International rugby league not being played enough is people think it's not a contest. You know, and we and we need more international league. If that's really how the game will grow in the future, is international league. It's not taking games in, individually to other places. It's actual games happening. Like not taking you know one NRL game to the USA. Yeah, know? exactly. So it's actually this is how you make. Up. This is how you make people care about international rugby. So. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, even like the, the rugby union World Cup, for example, is something that's helped grow the rugby, like rugby union. Essentially, yeah, people actually care. And the fact that that sort of died in popularity since, like, we were teenagers, is probably played a reasonable part in why that sport's not as popular in Australia anymore. Yeah, but on the on the on the uh, flip side of that, it's also grown a lot in countries like Japan and the mm. US and rugby league hasn't entered those kind of, you know, now union heartlands. If you're talking rugby codes anyway, they're much further ahead rugby, rugby than rugby league, but this could be a gateway if we get a, a much better world cup and hopefully, you know, even if we just get more of the Islanders playing league than union, even that'll help. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, so Luciano Lulu is apparently now not going to the Cowboys early. Um, <laughs> Uh, some big back and forth. I don't really know what to make of this. Um, you're not happy though. Uh, no, it's a bit of a, it's a weird one. Like I reckon he'll probably still end up going there, but I know yesterday got announced when we were recording and I didn't really, we didn't really pause to think about it, but Luch was going to leave mid season to the Cowboys. Uh, that was announced yesterday. The Tigers announced it. The Cowboys said nothing this morning, waking up. The Tigers had deleted everything. It was gone. <laughs> they hadn't didn't say a word, but the statements gone from their website. The tweets are all gone. And then one journalist, for some reason, it hasn't got much broader coverage. But Michelle Bishop went on uh, SEN this morning and said that the deal's currently now off because the Cowboys might not have room in their cap for this year. Right. It's just. For, um, 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 on two levels, again, it's the most Tigers thing ever. I would talk about places place to be fixed out, fixed up, like how they had Brent Naden named by accident kind of the other week, announced it through team yeah. list, he was moved. This one, again, like rushed on team list Tuesday or, or similar. I know early in the year, the Cowboys were wanted to take Luch up. And obviously over the season, we aren't privy to all the machinations of the, the salary cap at the Cowboys. You don't know what's filled that space in that time or how the NRL have decided, like, they might have agreed to a certain term. You know, the Cowboys might have agreed with the Tigers, go, oh, yeah, we'll take Luch on X. And then the NRL, they could have gone to the NRL, and NRL would have gone, no, you can't have him on that. Because that's kind of, there's, there's word of Matt Lodge going to Parramatta, and Parramatta have, like, 200K in their cap, but the NRL won't let him play for lower than a certain amount. So they won't be able to sign him for, like, another three or four weeks, apparently, if he's going to go there. So I right. wonder if that's part of it, that if Luch might have to just wait a few weeks. But mate, I'm I'm fucking sick of this stuff already. Hey, I know it's, it's, I, I, I don't it understand. I I, I'll, I will for the life of me just never understand why. And I'm not even talking about people who's have skin in the game work wise. I mean, like if you're a fan, if you're just an enjoyer of rugby league as a concept, I will never understand why this is the part that appeals to people the most. I'll never get it. Like. I don't know. Go read the celebrity gossip columns if you care about shit like this. You know, I don't know. Yeah, but um, I just I've had a like. I know players have been moved mid-season forever. I understand that. 
I get it. And it sucks forever, but I'm really getting over the trend. And I spoke about it with Brisbane over the last couple of years. And it's not just Brisbane, obviously, but I'll always write things to the club I experience. Everyone knows that it might annoy them, but like Pangai stuff last year, Lodge fine, whatever, but like Reese Walsh, James Roberts, a few others, like Brisbane have lost players that went into a season in their top 30 that were, you know, going to play a part, even if they're not in their best 13. They were in their best 20-odd players. Mid-season, and generally, they just either they go play football for a better team or, you know, Reese Walsh things for a deal they sign in the future, and these guys agitate and get out. And I've just fucking had a gut full of it, mate. Like, Luch essentially took the piss on the field last week. Yeah. And now wants to piss off to the Cowboys mid-season. Like, mate, you've signed a big deal next year. The Tigers actually need him as well. Like, I understand Tigers fans, they've seen him play bad, and they're like, Oh, fuck him, you know, whatever. But as we said on yesterday's podcast, they're actually the wooden spooners without buy points right now. And they've somehow, with how bad they've been for most of the just have avoided having a spoon. And whilst it means nothing, Bungard, as we both know, actually, once we got it, I didn't really care. Yeah. It's still nice to avoid it, right? I don't want one. It, may, it matters a little bit. You don't want to get yeah. a wooden spoon. Getting the wooden don't. spoon sucks. It sucks. It, it does suck. And they, you know, they managed to avoid it. But they're now going into, if they go, if they let Luciano go, they're not a team with a shitload of depth. They've never had, they've had back row issues forever. And you're going to go with like Sean Bloor's out. So it's like Kelma Tulangi and Luke Garner. And then what? And it's not like Garner and Tulangi are being pitches of health. That's a team that it's not even like that late in the season yet. You know, it's mid season. I hate this shit. And I I hate that it seems to get more prevalent and easier. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, yeah. And and I do understand as well, there probably is an element the Tigers want to get off. Like, I know Luch is a bit of a weird cat, right? They might be, you know, any, if he's agitated, he might be really annoying. I want to get rid of him anyway. But it just feels like, they, what, like, what do they get in return at all? If they got things in return, I wouldn't care so much. And well, I know with the... That's half the battle, right? Is, it is. We've got to get better at, like, compensating teams for... Yeah. And they can't, and because of the way the market works, it's a free market. They can't really force players to go elsewhere. You know, they yeah. couldn't, they can't actually do trades because players are connected to teams and similar. Like they couldn't say, right now, the Tigers couldn't go, you know, we'll give you Luch and you give us back Jordan McLean or something. Just a bad example when I'm trying to think of a player that the yeah, Cowboys yeah, yeah. wouldn't yeah. care too much about leaving. But right now, McLean could just say no. You know, which is, I get it. I get it. it be able to, like, I'm, I'm fine with forcing them to move, but I just hate this shit. As we keep saying, I'm pro players, get boys getting paid and similar, but I'm so sick of like, dude signs a contract over a year out. And then if the team he's on sucks, agitate like the entire year to get out. Yeah, exactly. Um, <sighs> just garbage. No, it, it just, yeah. It, it's, and if you're a fan of either of these teams, it, it somewhat sours the whole thing for you a little bit. Just like, you know, if you're a Tigers fan, you're a bit annoyed at the fact that this, you know, you, you were excited when you signed this guy. Like it was, it was, it was like a big signing for you guys. It was really good just, for them for, for a couple yeah. of years. Um, and then instead, yeah, now he's like trying to agitate to leave early. And if you're a Cowboys fan, you're annoyed because, uh, what's his name? Uh, Lukey got injured and yeah. you were going to, you thought you might be getting this guy in early as a replacement. And uh, no, it might be soon. And I think yeah. Tom Gilbert's back next week, which is okay. But then it also doesn't really explain the the for, the need to force it now too. Like they still have Canelo Lamelu, 
who's a edge back rower now, and, and Nano and Gilbert were their starting edge back row combo. So it's not like there's a massive need up there. But you, I guess, again, you look at the Tigers, there is a giant need in the back row. And not like they're getting Papali'i early. They did, they wanted to keep Luch, right? They lost Luch, and they kept him for this year. He's leaving next year. And they don't get the guy they're replacing with, do they? They don't get Papali'i early. It's just garbage. This happens to shit. It happens to teams at the bottom of the ladder, and we just don't care. Yeah. You know, and, and it's the same stuff, even. Mate. I know we don't care either, but like I hated that Fafita didn't make the Queensland side after Titans sucking. Fodaway could can't even make the Tonga side now. It's like, yeah, that's that's not right. We're just going to keep having garbage teams separating further. Right? The, the, the more we care less about helping the garbage teams and this type of stuff, the more te- garbage teams will stay garbage. Like the Tigers essentially uh, are giving up on their season in the middle of it. Yeah, you know, I mean, and their fans gave up a long time ago. But. Yeah, I know, but like you know, you want teams. Even if the Titans are given, Tigers given up, right? They have a role to play in this NRL season. 100%. They have, they have other teams they can beat the rest of the year. They can still shake the competition up. And I know the players there wouldn't have given up on their season, but they're giving away one of their best players for nothing. Yeah, that is an impact on how their results from here. Even and also, with these bad games, you, their fans don't want to come last. They don't. And I don't think people, I don't think they know really. They don't think they know they're actually in last. <laughs> like that's what, I'm pretty sure people haven't read that had that reaction until the, the buyers all catch up. They haven't really noticed, but they are. And they don't want to be there. You know, no matter how angry they are at the club, they don't want to come last. Nobody does. And, you know, they're playing the Bulldogs this week, and that's a big game in their context of their season. God, context of their season. But like, you know, lose this week. And you know, that that's not gonna say that's it. There's a long way to go, but that's one of the games they need to win to avoid the spoon. And they don't have Lay Lua for it. Not only was he not named for the Cowboys, he's not playing for them. Yeah. It's stupid. Uh, could have huge college training implications too. Yeah. Well, not yeah, that we're the, involved yeah. at the at the point I mean, well, anymore. The thing is, I mentioned like six weeks ago that I was gonna pick the Bulldogs this week, but it's too chalky now. I'm not picking them when we get to that. Like it's I thought there was going to be, I'll be the guy who picked the dogs that week, but everyone's going to do it now. They won last week. So I'm not well, I, I was talking to Josh, who's one of the guys who's had one loss, but he's one of the few people that's had one loss who's already tipped the Bulldogs. Yeah. And he's talking about tipping them again just to flex on people. And but who's he flexing on? It's not that public. <laughs> well, no, but if he ends up, he's saying if he, he wants to win and tip the dogs three times because they're his team. I do like that. Yeah. I'm, I have to get on board with it. You do, but yeah, I just hate that Luciano stuff. And what, like, I don't know. It's just, it's just where does it stop at that point, really? Yeah. It's, like, it's I mean, stupid. the Titans didn't even, even the Titans of the balls, so not that you guys have Jai Arrow you early. Yeah. And I was annoyed by that because I wanted yeah. Jai Arrow. Of course. <laughs> but at least yeah, I remember the balls. that. And look, I yeah. was arrogant enough at the time to just assume that the shit club would just give us the player. Yeah. And because it's, it's worked. But why, wouldn't, even, but why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I assume that? And even last year, like, you know, again, Pangai didn't even play that much at Penrith, but that was the dumbest example of all of them, mate, because he didn't even go to the club he was, he was going to. Yeah, you know? yeah, and exactly. Like, like, do we really need a system that, like, so say the Cowboys can't afford Luch now, right? Do we really need a system that say the Storm are like, hey, we've got space, and he plays there for 10 more weeks? That's my well, problem. Well, well, I don't want that. No, like, but there is, there is probably space in some of these good teams, right? And that's, I don't want to open, like, we shouldn't be opening that can of worms. We don't need the NRL to turn into a competition that we just let teams go on, like, players go on, like, 10-week rentals to the best team in the comp to try and win a premiership before they go and get paid at some other club the year after. Fucking dumb. Because it's not like when Luch signed for the Cowboys, he was thinking he's going to contender either. He signed for the money. Yeah, exactly. Which is fine. 
But yeah. And now he gets to go for a contender and have money. Yeah, which so. is a nice little win for him. But like, yeah, I just don't like that. That that's the, the path we're going down. Yeah, no, I'm not a fan of it either. Um, we're just not good at this stuff. The sport is, I mean, like, just not good at handling any of this sort of stuff, mid-season especially. I don't know how we fix it. Yeah. Mm. All right. Agreed. Let's move on. Uh, so we mentioned the Coltrane Cup. They're new listeners of our show. Uh, the Coltrane Cup is our uh, Patreon-only weekly tipping competition where you have to pick one team in the NRL. Now, one of the caveats is you must pick every team in the NRL at least once. And another caveat is you uh, can't tip against the same team too. So there's a couple of rules. I won't bore you with all of them. But the point is, a lot of people tip Parramatta this week, Mitchell. Uh, quite a lot. 30-something percent of the competition, including us, including which us. is the worst part. Yeah, like, as we said, like the last two, I mean, you had to go to leave. You had to leave. We had to recall before we went to work last week. And yeah. when Orange is up, we didn't do it on the program. And it's probably got what we deserved. We probably copped two L's we deserved. But yeah. we both forgot this week to like Saturday night that we hadn't done the cold train. So we only left with a couple of games. Yeah. And it wasn't I great for us. should have taken the Sharks. Like I said, I, did, I, I didn't take the Sharks because I already used them twice. And you just don't know how the draw will fall out. That's true. That was it. Like I was, I was pissed on the couch. Today. I was in no place to be picking this, but it's all right. Um, but for this week, mate, I've, um, I was going. I planned them forever to pick the Bulldogs this week, but I'm not going to because again, it'll be thirty percent of the comp on them, or it, maybe even more. People need to get their Bulldogs tip out, you know. But I'm not doing yeah. that. You know, if if their form is real, they can probably beat someone else the rest of I'll, the year. I'll like, tell you what the most frustrating part about this is for me mm-hmm. is I want to zag. I want to zag and take the Tigers, but I can't. You can't tip against the Bulldogs. Exactly. Yes, same thing. I was thinking, right? Because we we spoke about it a while ago. It's we should zag that week. Everyone's going to pick this the Bulldogs. Is where, the this is where you win, and this is where you but, can win and lose the Coltrane Cup. Is when you but, think there's going to be a big avalanche of tips on a particular team, and you zag the other way. Yep, and that's what we'd planned, but then we didn't do our Coltrane on the podcast last week. We'd planned to do that um, kind of thing, zag when people could, but. What I've got now, I'm picking the Raiders. I haven't picked the Raiders yet. I'm picking the Raiders at home to the Knights. I have a few. I'm, I've got picked three more away games and home games. So, Raiders yeah, I'm like way, way ahead on home games. So, I will be tipping the Sharks at home over the Titans. That's a, that's a thing, nice, safe pick. And uh, you'd think so, Mitchell. You'd, you'd think, think so. so. Uh, and the, you've, I've still got to pick after this. I have to pick the Bulldogs, Warriors, Knights, Tigers. So there's there's yeah, murderers well, row there. Well, I think but... Warriors, Tigers is next week. So that could get a lot of people involved on either side of the coin. So mm-hmm. that's my Tigers zag potentially because Warriors could, back could in be. New Zealand could be. And then um, um, the war and then the Warriors don't play around seventeen. So picking against them doesn't knock a game out of you. Mm, interesting and, times ahead. The t- I have no idea when to pick the Tigers. None. Um, no. Sorry, not the Tigers, uh, the Warriors. Sorry. I'm I'm eyeing off the Tigers in the Origin affected week in a couple of weeks. They play Parramatta, who won't have Paulo or is it just Paulo and Madison? No, RCG. Oh, oh yeah, that's that's a lot of good players. They still have mm. Moses though and Brown. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and uh, and they lost to the Tigers last time. We can't keep thinking they're going to keep just losing to bad teams. Well, <laughs> can they might, but yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm just trying to wait for a Warriors form turn. I'm not expecting it this week either with like the panic of putting Volkman in there. Not great. But when they're Fenua Blake back is probably when I'll start picking the Warriors. But the Warriors do play. There's another game. Round 22, Warriors Bulldogs. Round 25, Warriors Titans. If you haven't picked either of those 
any of those teams, you can probably look at those ones and think you can uh, get off your Titans or your Bulldogs or your Warriors tip. Yep, I think that's not a bad idea. All right, uh, would you like some rookie takes? I would. I'd love some. Excellent. So rookie takes, again, for new listeners, is our weekly segment where people submit uh, some of the worst rugby league team uh, opinions of the week, uh, rattle through the best five that we get sent, and then we vote on a winner. Um, first up, we got Ron Stradamus. I was so upset when Marnie signed with the Dogs, but so far this season, not just today, I'd happily help him pack his bags. Now, he's had a couple of quiet games, but let's... Let's pump the brakes, Ron Stradamus. Let's pump them. It's like, I understand saying you're not that upset when the guy's le- left now. He's in bad form. But yeah, he's, uh, his dog's tenure won't be defined by his last four, four games for the, for the Eels. You know, and the guy you're getting in in his spot is an aging hooker off of a, t- a torn ACL. Wayne Rooney's ears just picked up when you said aging hooker. Yeah. <laughs> Alleg- allegedly. Allegedly. Um, Scotty Finn, say what you will, but if Ponga didn't go down with that concussion, the Knights probably win that game. That's definitely a joke. I'm telling that's a thousand percent a joke. I like it. That's not there's no way that's real. Um I don't know. No, that's a joke. Uh I'm calling it right now. Okay. You, it's fine. Whatever. We, it's we, it's not our place to d- d- mm. uh to discern nuance. So mm. Uh, Brad Walter tweeted that fitting that Val, this is not the rookie take, the reply is, uh, fitting that Val wear, is wearing the number 23 in his 150th. I'm a big fan of players choosing their jersey number like in Super League and other sports. Great tweet, Brad. Nick Strix replied, no, promotes individualism. This is a team sport. What? What, what, what sport is he watching where it's individuals who have jersey numbers? Like, <laughs> Rafa Nadal's not coming out rocking the number 10. <laughs> like, good. But it's, I know what he's, try- he's trying to say, like, you know, the, the star, the, the aim to star or whatever, or the players. I need to highlight the players. But, mate, they're already in a number anyway. It's also stupid, but also every other team sport in the world besides us and Rugby Union does this. Mm. All of them. The AFL yeah. does it. All the Premier League, English how, soccer. How do I know where all. someone's playing when I watch basketball, though, Bungard? How do I know That's who's true. the center? Well, I mean, he, that guy's wearing zero, but that guy's also like, yeah, I don't, I don't understand. Zero I'm means confused. he's not even on the field. Like, so I do un- actually. NFL has a they've changed that now, but until this year, they had a set of numbers you for yeah, but you, you have to ha- fit in between. You at least had a little bit of variance, but like, I, I, and that changed and I names. Actually, you had names anyway, so yeah. Uh, the change there, uh, some coaches don't like it, and I get why they don't like it either because, um, gen- like the numbers help people understand when players come on the field, where, what they're not where they're playing, but what they're allowed to do, essentially like being an eligible and eligible receiver or understand what coverage other team is in, you know, so whatever, but they'll deal with it. But yeah, they had a, a certain rule around it and, you know, I don't want teams coming at players coming, you know, again, Jersey number one twenty three. you know, but I'm pro Jersey number. As everyone knows pro Jersey number. I'm even pro if they're like how the super league ones generally works. Like if you're, one to 17 is one to 17. And then the other guys are like, you know, 18, 19, 20, whatever, down to your, in your thirties. And then generally if a player gets a starting Jersey, you know, he has a number two in the future. And the reason I like that stuff is like, I'm not a big collector, but I'd love to have like, say a Selwyn Cobo number 31. He's yeah, exactly. Jersey. Yeah. And then next year he moves to the wing and maybe I'll buy one later, but it's like, that's a way to, for me anyway to promote the the purchase of merchandise and similar. Like, I'd love to have even this year like 
uh, Ezra Mam or uh, uh, Tamari Martin, who has had his first Broncos game this year in the Indigenous Round jersey. I'd love Ezra Mam or or Tamari, even like just because I love that jersey and also with the unique random number. I think it'd be cool. I completely agree with you. It does uh, has that's it. The negatives isn't many. It's not really anything. It's just that oh, I don't like it. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, we got uh, good news time on Reddit. Does anyone seriously think that the Roosters will ever win anything? Once they are on the improve, they slide immediately back into the cellar. The vibe of Bondi sporting failure will never leave them, in my opinion. The whole region is a total failure sporting-wise. It's only that Uncle Nick's big hat and extra books have bankrolled them on occasions is why the Roosters have kept their head above water. All right. The, number one, the fact that this person has a Gold Coast Titans flair and has said that the whole region is a total failure sporting-wise about a region that's not he the Gold would, Coast. He would know about sporting failure is great. He would, he'd be an expert um, on that topic. Yeah, this one's awesome. I like it a lot. That's um, great. Uh, I mean, yeah. oh, it, you have a point, right? When the Roosters were doing, they did like 15 years ago, mm. how they were floundering a decent team where they would buy a lot of plays and not fucking win anything. Fair enough. But they've won plenty, mate. And just keeping their head above water, it's like, mate, they've been like the best team in the competition or one of the best for like the last 15 years. Yep. Close. Like every year. Yep. Very close. Just they went back to back a, recently. A string of embarrassing failures. Yes. Not winning the grand final sometimes. They finished first, like they finished as in minor premiers since 2013. They finished first four times, second mm. twice. They've been knocked out in the prelims three times, won yep. three grand finals in that period. Yeah. They've won three grand finals in 10 years. Like, mm. what are we doing? Terrible. What, uh, <laughs> I don't really understand, but whatever. All right. But this one is my favorite of the week. Uh, it's anonymous. It's in some Penrith Facebook fan group. Uh, left wondering where Luai fits now because you would surely have to pair Kurt Falls with Nathan Cleary. I'm thinking convert Luai into a dummy half and have him and Coruscant share a 40-40 split. Luai starts, comes off after 20. Coruscant plays from 20 minutes in the first half until 20 into the second and Jerome finishes things off. And bearing in mind, this advice about the Panthers comes from a Sharks fan. Plot twist. But Kurt Falls definitely deserves to stay in when the Origin boys come back after tonight. One of my favorite genres of fan take is this type of the, this has yeah, been a, a genre for twenty or thirty years. It used to be it's the fan forms, a staple of the genre. It's always about moving players around. There's just some they'll go somewhere else, and they'll, but everyone can play hooker. That's one of the main things. Or the moving around thing is one thing. I'm, everyone can play hooker. You just put them in, the, in a hooker, and it's fine. Yeah, fantastic stuff. I mean, just yeah. All right. If you so, can't drop, go make Kurt Falls has to keep his spot. They beat the Bulldogs. They, well, they were terrible without him against Newcastle, right? Mm, they were. I mean, they just had like the best half of rugby league I've seen a team play this year. But no, oh, but you know, the, what I mean, the better half you've seen if if Kurt Falls was there, mate. Po- possibly. There's just no way of knowing. All right. So fucking dumb. It's great. I love those takes. Uh, all right. That's uh, Rookie Takes done. Um, if you want to vote on them and submit your own in future weeks, you have to go to patreon.com. Forward slash NRL Boom Rookies. Uh, you get access to our Discord server, um, entry into next year's Coltrane Cup, and as I said, the rookie take stuff. But Mitch, we have merchandise store. Finally, big news. We do, we do. We're still waiting on a, getting a promo code sorted, but we're using a provider. We're using Rugby League Merch. They're called, you know, unique name, but we have a. They're working with RugbyLeagueMerch.com. If you went on the website now, you can find 
a uh, a 06 vibes hoodie and uh t-shirt if you go under boom rookies little there there's just two things out there probably bring some more stuff out soon for patrons we'll share this stuff once we've got it but i don't want patrons don't buy anything yet you'll get a, a patreon exclusive uh promo code anyone else you can buy at your at, at your will but 06 vibes hoodies and t-shirts mainly for broncos fans, they look good we'll that, have we'll have more stuff soon uh put the link in the show description yeah. i'm sure and we'll tweet it out and as well, uh, yeah so. Mar- yeah maroon and gold uh for, for broncos fans if you if someone else who dislikes 2006 in general there's there's well, other uh, 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 you could get a green and gold for 06 vibes that, that's not an option currently but yes yeah, sure <laughs> uh who won the afl that year i have no fucking idea uh last frankie yeah he'll know he's probably there yeah. Um, front row at the MCG banging his thunder sticks together alright <laughs> and a quick thank you to the people in the top two tiers of our Patreon subscription service they are Chris Savnell Dave Rocky and Rafi Stew Anthony Anger Butsy Cam Beswick Dan Cullinane Doc Hogg an anonymous backer Frankie Jace Felix Farnworth James K Jason Jez Joel Wrigley Joey Gooch Josh Brandon Josh Tomo 98 Lachlan Hancock Lee Verhul Leon Lifelong Dolphins fan Luke Ferguson Maddie Jenkins Matthew Duggan Michael Murray Morgan Watkins My Ding Dong is Hard and I Am Sad Never Trendy, Barney Keg, Pete Fulcher, Razor, Reese Brown, Rowan Edwards, Roxanne Clark, Schneiderfield Score, Seymour Bart, Simo, Stephen Hickey, Stoned Gossard, Swarzy, Ty, TV, The Black Vegetable, The Not So Mature Student, Thor Laycock, Tom Hardy, and Was. Thank you to all of you. Thank you to everyone in the lower tiers and to everyone who just listens. Thank you as well. All right, let's get into the questions. Are you serious? We're going to have any questions. Okay, question time over on patreon.com for just NRB rookies if you want to make sure your question is answered. Okay, and my Patreon is, of course, frozen on that page. Here we go. And we're about to go. Here we go. (laughs) Cam Beswick. You're doing great, buddy. I'll just sit on the spinning wheel it was. It was great. Uh, Cam Beswick, in 2014, Nathan Brown coached and held on to the Super League Premiership. What happened? Is his coaching style more suited to Super League or could my grandma have coached that team to victory? Uh, I assume St. Helens have the best players because you've said that before. Yeah, I mean, St. Helens have taken not just... I know Nathan Brown is the, the biggest flop, right? The biggest flop coach, with, you know, in, in probably right bit of history. But also, they did have Justin Holbrook do the same thing, you know, who's, who's been proven to be a flop. And he didn't win the comp. But they, came, they, they were runners-up like six years in a row. But they had Daniel Anderson who came here and failed. Mick Potter, who I think, um, you know, is not a bad coach, but he also failed and got sacked by the the Tigers. And then they had Nathan Brown. They've had Nathan Brown and and Holbrook and now Christian Wolf. And I mentioned it on the last podcast that like people were talking about. No, one last week we were talking about uh, next best coaches. I know he's not really to be judged by the ones before him. Just because all those other ones failed doesn't mean Christian Wolf would fail. But I wouldn't be using St. Helens' success as the best example of the reason to hire a coach. Um, you know who else coached in the Super League and won a premiership in 2014? Who? Michael Maguire. There you go. And so it can yeah. work, obviously, because, again, Trent Robinson was great over there as well. Mm. But, like, if you go look at the... Like, I mean, the St. Helens the last few years have been exceptional. They've, been, they've won the comp. They won the comp in 2019, 2020, and won it last year probably going to win it this year um you know they've been premiers of runners up pretty much every other year of our fucking lifetimes you know <laughs> since they, like 1996 do they still have kieran cunningham i uh, know he was the coach at one point in between was he, actually, Brown and Holbrook, <laughs> was he, he was, really yeah. did he yeah, win the he grand was. final 
Uh, no, he did not. It was oh. a failure, mate. Did he get, only, did he get only, sacked? Yeah, he made uh, three semis in a row. He's like, that's like the worst period of the last. Oh, okay, years. well, there you go. Shout out Kieran Cunningham. Good player. Yeah. Just maybe do it in the NRL for like a year. Fucking coward. Yeah. They played. They played in fifteen grand finals since nineteen ninety six. There you go. Just quickly counted that. Ooh, I'm gonna homes. rack. I'm gonna rack up try assists against yeah. Hull KR and play for Great Britain. G- give me a yeah. break. So obviously it does count a little, but I'd be more impressed if someone was over there and they were winning the competition. You know, at a different team, not well, over I, there winning that. I I base my knowledge of the Super League on how many of their current players I've heard of. So mm. we pull up the 2022 St. Helens squad real quick. Did they win? Oh, well, this year they have, they won last year. Yes. And it was okay. 2011 for Madge. Hey, that was it. Oh, sure. He, he coached Wigan. He coached Wigan, not St. Helens. Wigan. Yeah, he did. He did. Oh, I have no idea if he won a premiership. I was just referencing that he won a premiership in 2014. Oh, which you guys. No, he didn't win with Wigan, did he? No. I have, I have no fucking idea. All right. Will Hopwadi is <laughs> pretty good. Um, James Roby, Sione Metalia, Joey Lossick. Curtis Sirenen, the real who's who of famous surname. Mm. Uh, my boy Parsley's over there. Connie Hurrell. <laughs> I like some good players. I, I don't know. I have no basis for comparison. I have to look at another team, which I'm not going to do. So uh, I'll just yeah, agree with He you. did win, by the way, 2010, that Madge did beat St. Helens oh, okay. in the final in 2010. Great. Fantastic. But yeah, like, I mean, the Santa Civil League's probably dripped the last few years. There was definitely a while there where there was a, like, you know, Leeds would compete, Wigan would compete, whatever. It's definitely gone to the favourites, and Helens are pretty dominant now. And there is other teams is, up there. Is, jo- is Josh Drinkwater still like the best player in the comp? <laughs> well, he's good there. Not best is he? player okay, in the comp, but yeah. But uh, yeah, like it's. So I wouldn't say that you said what the fuck happens there. I just think sometimes, and it can be true over here too, mate. Sometimes teams are so good that I wouldn't say the coach doesn't matter, mm. but the coach has to would have to fuck it up. Right, okay. You know, if you get me, like, you know, and like we've had, you know, Paul Graham, not not the Bill's biggest fan of, won a comp here. Like what, Ricky Stewart won a comp, who's been fine now. Brad Fiedler. Did Brad, wait, Ricky or Brad, the, the coach of the Risty, they won back then? Uh, Ricky Stewart, Brad Fiedler played. Yeah, Brad Fiedler played, yeah. Then then Brad took them to a uh, Brad's so, coach. And, Brad's coaching was not great. They came off. No, it wasn't. It went worse. But yeah, um, Ricky won a premiership well early on. Like, you know, I'm not saying, but yeah, Brown winning in the Super League. It's come on, it's St. Helens in the Super League. Is um is the Super League Dalliem named after Daniel Holdsworth? Yes, why not? Okay, great. Oh, he well, he actually was really good there for a long time. Well, so. Yeah, I knew that. That wasn't that, that wasn't a that one's not that bad. That's not that bad. Thank but you. I'm just thinking what St. Helens when he got. Let's look at the grand final team from Nathan Brown. One. Let's have a look. Mm. They beat Wigan in 2014. Okay. Uh, Cool. Well, oh, Wigan had Matt that. Bowen. So how did they lose? They had Matt Bowen and Blake Green that year. That's I remember Bowen. Bullshit. Ridiculous. But, uh, I'm looking. I got the teams up now. So this Tommy Mackinson guy has been there the whole time. Yeah, he has. Uh, okay, Paul another, 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 another coward. Just come do it in Australia. Yeah, Tommy Mackinson. But yeah, not. It's not even the best looking St Helens team on paper, really. But they had Lance Ohio, who's a boss over there. Mossy I haven't. Soy, I have not heard. Wait, was this the game where Lance Ohio got punched in the face? No, in the it's first not. Two minutes? No, it actually is. Is it? Yes, it is. Oh, it is. Oh, it is too. <laughs> pretty easy to see what I won, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we're going to credit Nathan Brown for that. <laughs> That's it. We didn't even realize that. Yeah. So, yeah, mm. they, they played 13 against 12 for 78 minutes. <laughs> Great. Yep. There you go. And yeah, they had. That guy, did that guy go to jail? He should have. 
no, he didn't. But we we spoke the other week. He should have we gone did. to jail. He, I agree. I'm not even like being funny. Like that dude. Like that's a bad dude. But yeah, there's an explanation for you. There you go. And it was in the Wigan. What they didn't win the comp, but uh, what wow, Wigan. That, that we- that Wigan team had both George Williams and John Bateman on the bench. Yep. Very yeah. early on. They probably should have won. What are you saying? But yeah, Ben Flower getting sent off, not great. <laughs> no. Not great. That, but, but, yeah, a, bad, a bad guy. And that uh, St. Helens team that year, and that's who's missing in that grand final. It did have Luke Walsh, who again, Luke Walsh is decent over here as a halfback. You can imagine him over there. Mm. He'd have brained it. And they also were missing, uh, they had Anthony LaFranchi, who didn't play that oh. grand final either. Uh, young Alex Wormsley, like there's a that was a good St Helens team that uh, old mate had. Luke Thompson's uh, on that St Helens team. That uh, Brown South, South Sydney Rabbitohs legend Willie Manu. Yep, like Luke Thompson on that team. Shannon McDonald's uh, there, mate. Barely played, but he was there. Oh, yeah. Shannon where, McDonald, where, had, West like, Tigers standout from back. In yeah, the but day. they had like Tommy Mackinson, Johnny Lomax, Jordan Turner came here and flopped right, but Jordan Turner was still good enough to come here. Like, hey, he, had, he like, made the he made the All Star team. Yeah, like the St Helens, you just have are just good. All forever, really. And okay. they seem to generally lose their coaches when they get hired elsewhere. All right, great question. Anytime yeah. I get to be openly disrespectful to a the sporting competition I don't care about for 10 minutes is a great time. So, Sweet. so speaking of sporting competitions you no longer care about, Cam's next <laughs> question is thoughts hey. on NBA finals thus far? Still yeah. anyone's game? Uh, yeah, I said Celtics in six, and I see no reason why that can't still happen <laughs> apart from, you know, the mathematical yeah. impossibility. Uh, Celtics in seven. Yeah, I the picked bank. the. I picked the Warriors in six. I still might do it in seven, but it's more... I don't like picking in seven because seven's the cowards out. I have to pick in seven. I know you have to say, but before before season starts, I don't like picking in seven because it's the cowards out. So it's, oh, yeah. 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 It's like putting a dollar eighty and $2 as the market, you know? It's cowards way. Mm -hmm. But um, I think the finals have been cracking. Um, Not the best (laughs) finals ever, obviously, but the playoffs was shithouse. I... Sorry, I've just seen the thing you were telling me before we started recording with Patrick Carrigan posing for a photo with a book. He's sitting on a book that's titled Philosophy. <laughs> just philosophy. Can you fill the listeners in on this real quick? Uh, I, don't, I don't really give it too much air anymore. No, okay. Will, um, <laughs> like, so, as always, the Telegraph have written, a, uh, Paul Crawley's written an article about Paddy Carrigan being a better leader than Payne Haas, which is like, there's a need to be one or the other. Does but. It? It's the article title is Carrigan shows Haas what leadership looks like. And the photo is Pat Carrigan holding the an photo. The photo is so funny. Yes. And he's sitting on top of two books you can't see on the on the thumbnail. Oh, okay. And obviously, and obviously I clicked it to take a bullet because I wanted to see what was in Oh, that's all right. Yeah. It's yeah, literally and, just called psychology. Yeah. He's just sitting on what called psychology. He's <laughs> just very smart, but man. This is the most uh, unintentionally funny piece of rugby league writing and, and, the, and, the, and the thing is Bungard he's studying physio at uni not psychology <laughs> right so it's like it's like his uni book you know maybe it is but, <laughs> but yeah this article essentially has a girl money hungry pain house and then applauds yep. private school prestigious private school boy and and university educated Paddy Carey. Uh, I sorry to derail the show but that's just it's so fine. funny he's but just yes. holding a he's just, I read books <laughs> that's it um, look how smart I am uh, I don't even know if you, you know Katoni Stags at the head of the Brisbane Broncos uh, book club wouldn't read I about was, it though well quite literally What's the, what yeah, do they yeah. read what are they? What kind of books do they read I, I don't know mate I don't know Like I don't know if like, they say they have I a book club and they don't what, actually I read want books a story well I mean isn't that like a, a trope in like every TV show where like the wealthy housewives have a book club they just drink wine 
Yeah, yeah probably something like that. A probably dish big about toes the or other. something in the club at Brisbane. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what Stags do it in there. Yeah, they're just like, they're just uh, yeah. Uh, maybe they're reading Wayne Bennett's biography. Um, it's definitely a foot fetish club. Speaking of biographies, <laughs> um, you didn't tell the listeners about the birthday present I bought you. No, that wasn't a present. It's a... <laughs> it was it was wrapped and it came. It was in a present bag. you gave yourself. You gave it to me, but it was for you. <laughs> the action of giving me that present was not a present. It was for you. <laughs> I got Mitch Paul Gallon's autobiography for his birthday, and he's yet you to pass on something you didn't pay for to, well, to me. How I got the book is not important. The important thing is it found its way to you. Yes. And we were discussing the series of events that would have to take place for you to read that book. And I don't think a timeline exists where you read that book. It doesn't. Even if there was an apocalypse. And there's no. nothing else to do. There's not, I'm not reading it, you know. <laughs> uh, anyway, back to the question. Finals have been good. Not the best NBA finals, right, compared to other series. But the playoffs have sucked. So I don't, the finals have I, been good. I don't think it's fair that the Warriors have started taking Draymond Green out on offense. I don't think they should be allowed to do that. Yeah, they shouldn't just be allowed to take him out in the fourth quarter when they're like, no, it's bullshit. He like it's not fair. And he's like getting open threes and not shooting, just passing the ball. It's not fair. Yeah, yeah he stopped just jacking up. Yeah. because he fell for that in the first few games. He's like, Yeah, just he kept he shooting took, and just missing. He took he shot two from twelve in the first game. They were like leaving him open. He's like, Oh, you leave me open, I'm gonna hit this shit. And no, you're not, Draymond. You know. But uh, yeah, the Celtics. Sorry, the Warriors obviously adjusted quite well. They were down two one. The back ahead uh, three two. The for Boston, they've, they've lost game five in all their series so far. Well, bar the Boston one, the last two, so they wouldn't be too upset. Well, they won but, their yeah, last two series in seven. So, so saying they went, they they lost game five, so they were down three two yeah. on both of them, and they, they came back and won. But it's it's been a pretty decent series. Uh, I would say like you, you know, Boston's defense is insane. But you're getting a bit of like a finals choke from Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. They're not playing well. Jalen Brown was atrocious yesterday. Yeah. Like really, the, really bad. Like before the series, when I picked the Warriors, I did say the reason I picked them is because I can't trust the Boston in close games. And I got laughed at. And obviously, when they won the game one for that, I had a few people message me about that. But like, it wasn't a close game. It was close at one point, but the Celtics did blow it out. And they were, had that heater at the start of the fourth. But the last two games, you've seen that like, they got back into this game in the third quarter in, in game five with intense defense. And yes, they hit, they had a great run of shooting three as well, but they, they ramped their defense up. They got back in the game. They got ahead. And then in quarter, the fourth again, it goes back to that fucking ISO garbage. They yeah, hit four pretty, shots in the entire fourth quarter. It was awful. It's just so yeah. bad. Yeah. Oh, well. And Tatum, Tatum was good in the third, but he shot one from five and in the fourth quarter, no assists, no ball movement died. And, him and Jalen get into those periods where the ball movement dies and they take too many shit shots. And like, you've now got Jalen Brown has shot in the last few playoff games. He shot five from 18 with zero from five from three, nine from 19, nine from 16, five from 17. You know, and the nine from 16, nine from isn't that bad, but like, you can't be having five from 18, five from 17, taking your team to win. And then we know before this game, Tatum was shooting, shooting below like 40% for the entire series. Hmm. It's not enough yeah. from those guys. I, I'm slightly worried. I would like it if we had another game where all the role players just hit like 75% of their three-pointers. Yeah. That well, yeah, good. that's you had this one. You had like Derek White, Grant Williams, and Peyton Pritchard combined for like zero for seven. And Jalen Brown didn't hit any threes. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I, I still don't think the series is over for the Warriors. But, you know, they've 
they relied on Steph a lot this series. And in the, like, the prior game, the Celtics did a better job on Steph and Andrew Wiggins stood up, you know, made, made a massive difference. But I don't know. I think uh, apparently as a Cavaliers fan, I'm supposed to be cheering for the Celtics. And I don't Why? know. Like, I don't know. Like, don't you just people, want your good friends, Matt Bungard and Nick Camden, to be happy? But I'm saying, like, I'm, I'm not cheering for or against either team. Yeah, I you. doubt you should. Yeah, why would you? I mean, but because, like, yeah. like, I get I had we had the Warriors thing, we did the little rivalry. But this Cass and Celtics has, had some fucking banging I, rivalries. To too. say, I hate Paul Pierce more than I hate anyone on the Warriors. Mm, that's big. And I, and I hate Boston sports more you than You know, Draymond Green plays for the Warriors, right? Yes. I hate Paul okay. Pierce more than Draymond Green. Draymond wow. Green thinks LeBron James is the GOAT. He's not an idiot. Oh. Well, you got Paul Pierce thinking he thinks he's a better play, player than LeBron James, you know? <laughs> like, oh, fuck I mean, Paul Pierce. And Paul Pierce. On, is, on his day. Paul Pierce talks more about the Cavaliers than he does the Celtics when he goes on TV, you know? Like, fuck Paul Pierce. So I'm not, and I don't know, people, like, it seems Cavs fans, for some reason, this, like, this title has nothing to do with the Cavaliers' legacy. I don't know why people care. Like, the Warriors winning another one doesn't change the dynasty. Like, it's the dynasty already. That's such a weird one more? Like, that's such a weird thing. Why? How did people even logically get to that point where they were saying I don't know. things like I saw some tweets oh. from like big Cavs camp accounts saying, like, I think the only people will be more upset than Celtics fans if they lose is going to be Cavs fans. Like, is it because Curry will have as many rings as LeBron? Like, does that really matter? Know. Maybe. I don't, doesn't matter to me. Why should it? It's like, yeah, if LeBron had played on those Warriors teams, like they would have won like eight rings in a row. Like, what, are, yeah. what are we doing? It's here? like, yeah, what are we doing? We've already seen like now. Actually, it's really hard to just get to the finals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've learned that. It's, it's you know, LeBron hard. was taking bums there, and everyone's kind of accepted that now. It seems, but um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think that's a weird one. But I've enjoyed the finals. I'm hoping it goes to Sarah just for entertainment's sake. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, okay. Next question. Uh, Sam Stevens in 2001, Sol Campbell signed for rival club Arsenal, which fans labeled him Judas as he had previously played for Tottenham. What are the top Judas signings in NRL and in all sports? Ooh, okay. Um, one from back in the day that very much upset me was Chris Walker in 2003 asked to get a release from Souths for compassionate reasons. And the compassionate reasons were that Souths fucking sucked. And then signed with the Roosters like a month later. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. That, that's that's the one that always pissed me off the most as a kid. Um, uh, I mean, Angus Crichton going to the Roosters as well. I mean, they're all going to be South Roosters to answer this exact question, right? Pretty much. They're all gonna, well, yeah. To rugby uh, league, yeah. Braith and Asta leaving. Uh, you want a little bit of a different one? Brayton Astor mm. leaving the Bulldogs. Everyone thought he's going to come to South because he's related to George Piggins somehow. I can't remember how. Mm. Uh, and I'm pretty sure he's a South Junior. And then he signed for the Roosters instead. That was a little period there. It was a couple of a couple of Judases. Yeah, the Bulldogs had a few guys went and went to the Roosters. So. Yeah, I found, there you go. Yeah, his Anglo-Australian mother, Kim Anasta, nee Piggins, is the sister of South Sydney Rabbitohs stalwart George Piggins. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he went to Marcelin College, Randwick. So yeah. Yeah, it, it generally in most sports, honestly, it's very like, it rare happens that guys go to a massive rival. I mean, other ones I can think of, and it's not even a direct rival. Like, I think I've been a Premier League fan for a long time. But I think Campbell to Arsenal is like, you know, one or of the bigger, Van, treacherous ones. Van, Van Persie going to Man United. Yeah. Van Persie is the next one. It's not the same level, but there's Van Persie there, Ashley Cole to Chelsea. Um, and Ashley then, Cole to Chelsea is a good one. Yeah. And then, uh, what is it? Sammy Nasri went to City. And Arsenal copped a few of them. 
They really <laughs> did. Didn't Bakary yeah. Sanya do that as well? Yeah, just a few. And then, um, but yeah, Brisbane to Titans, like Cowboy. Like, do you have really... like? Is well, Justin Hodges the answer? Oh, Hodges was terrible back then for mine, but like he came back. That's true, you know? but he did it. He did do it though. So yeah, like, if he did, it was, the it was question. I hated him for a while there. I mean, a lot of it's um, like there haven't been. There's been playmates between Titans and Brisbane and Cowboys and Brisbane, but it's not always big player. And I know Fafita went to the Titans, but I don't think anyone saw that as a trade of him because of the money. And also, it was like I don't think like people generally see that as a downgrading club, right? I don't think it helps as much that way. You know, like. If if Fafita went the other way, if he was a Titan that then came to Brisbane, he'd probably be seen more of a, as a Judas in this way, right? Yeah, you're probably right about that. Uh, I'm trying to think other sports that it happens in, like that. I can, uh, people are obviously shouting one or two at us. It's, it's, I also hated um Michael well, Owen in uh in Liverpool. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, he had a couple of yeah. stops in between though. I know. But um, there's like there's a couple like um. I'm trying to think. Uh, there's definitely like baseball players that have played for the like the Yankees and the Red Sox. Like I mm. know Johnny Damon, right? He played for the Red Sox and then he signed for the Yankees like straight from the... I think that pissed a lot of Boston fans off. I think that was like mid-2000s. Um, that's the one that seems most relevant to baseball. Um, yeah, NFL, it's really hard because the, the teams have so much control over the players. Like yeah. It's like... No one really has ever gone from like the Steelers to the Ravens, unless like, um, unless like the um, like the the the, the there was like stops in between, or like the the t- the player just really had a bad uncoupling with the other team. It's never like a star player, is it? Yeah, I'd say in basketball, I can think of two, and one of them, like, even though they weren't, it's not the same thing, like turning on your club to go to a rival, but. LeBron to the Heat is obviously giant at the time, mm. but Kyrie Irving to the Celtics, like fucking yeah, Kyrie. you you would have hated that, yeah. And I hated the pack. Like everyone was saying, obviously fleeced them. Like this is people now. Like superstar players have really gone up in price in the NBA since then. We were the last one, last one of the very few trades that was shit house, and I was telling everyone it was a shit deal. Like Isaiah Thomas, Boston fans loved him. He was great there, but it's just like the same thing. If Marcus Smart went elsewhere, he wouldn't be half the fucking player. You know, sure. it's like the, the the perfect marriage. It's like I didn't want it, and then we got like a first, and the fir- and we got, it did turn into Colin Sexton, but or was it Garland, whatever. Anyway, and we got shit players, but I hated that deal. And then fuck Kyrie for wanting to go to the Celtics and then whatever. I also uh, hate Kyrie, over. but but Kyrie exactly. Boston fans hate him too, so that one's faded since. And because he's so crazy, I I just hate Kyrie in general more than I think he's a Judas. Yeah. I don't know if there's, there'd be NFL ones, but I can't really think of many now. Like the Brett Favre as well, obviously. Like after yeah. the Jets. Yeah. I, the I, Vikings. Guess. I mean, you know, he went to the Vikings to hurt the Packers. So that that's his own word. So that is kind of Judas-y. Mm, it's a little <laughs> bit Judas-y. There has like, to be more in rugby league, but I'd really... Well, there are. Oh, right. Yeah. Like, no. Oh, well, I mean, Sonny Bill coming back and going to the Roosters. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's lots of Bulldogs. Roosters Sorry, I was just there. doing, I was just doing yeah. South Roosters once. Yeah, um, um, Mitch Moses to the Tigers. Yeah, so yeah, 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 hundred um, percent. That's a good I don't one. Know. There's obviously more of this. Yeah, there, there uh, definitely is. I don't know. Okay, 
Always good questions from Sam. Uh, next one. This is West Life Podcast. If your club's chair to CEO sent you a reply email saying <laughs> your opinion is a matter unless you're a member, how would you respond? <laughs> Have you seen that email? Of course I've seen yeah. it. <laughs> Sorry, the text. Uh, yeah, if people miss this, the, the club chairman of the West Tigers sent like a 200-paragraph text message to the dudes who host like a West Life podcast, which is a West Tigers fan podcast. And it, like, it was just the most deranged shit you'll ever read. It was great. Yeah. Um, and obviously, I don't think those guys, like, they're getting bashed. He's bashing for being negative in similar. Like, how do you be positive about the Tigers right now? Like, but quite clearly that the, the oh, I think they deleted the, the thread. I can't find it on their, on their page oh. on Twitter. Oh, well, that's an, that's but anyway, the chairman sent them like, again, the talk call, calling them shit fans because they're not members and garbage about um how all they do is talk bad about the club. Well, the club is bad. Have he, has is. he considered? Has he considered that? But it's just quite funny just seeing how and he didn't want to get on your podcast and validate your podcast or that kind of garbage. And it's like, mate, it's quite clear that they like the guy listens. It's quite and hate listens to their podcast, which is pretty funny. Hey, yeah, he seems to know all about know all about it. He's goddamn deranged. <laughs> it's, it's very funny. Yeah, here we go. Oh, wait, no, it wasn't tweeted by the podcast. Rob Bashara tweeted yeah, yeah. the host. So it's, it's, I don't know how to spell. I'm not going to spell it out. People can find it. You tried on, your best. On, yeah. Oh, well, I could spell. I'm not going to sit him through spelling. People want to find it, they'll find it. You're not three pages. Sit, you're, you're not going to sit here and do spelling. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, oh, yeah. And what authority or experience you have to express what you were said to be facts as opposed to your opinion? There's, there's, there's a good one. Ooh. It's just firing away, but whatever. There's a bridge burnt, that's for sure. Anyway, oh, next absolutely. question. Yeah. Adric, is there any movie sequel that is better than the original, not including trilogies or franchises? Bunga, we Shrek- have some of these. Shrek 2. There you go. I mean, I think uh, we've been asked this question in the past. So Shrek 2, Back to the Future Part 2, uh, Godfather Part 2. Um, so we're not... Consider- we're not what? including because it's not no trilogy or anything. So we're not no. including anything that's past like the second movie. So it can't be a series. No, no, no. Or anything. So, but Empire Strikes Back, um, Aliens, mm. Dark Knight, the Dark Knight. Yep. Um, like Trek Two is, I think, the best. But mm. Godfather, because I love Trek One though. But um, mm. Mad Max Two. Is that I haven't seen Mad Max Two. Was it the Thunderdome yeah. one? I have, I have seen that. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, like I think well, Fury Road's the best one, but you can't the third one, so I can't say. Well, I think um. I think I think uh, I think Empire Strikes Back would probably be the most popular answer to that, right? Terminator Two, I reckon. Oh yeah, that's good, what I good, Great, great, great shot. I saw Term- like I know I was young but I'd seen Terminator Two before I'd seen Terminator. You know, wow, I was disappointed wow. by Terminator when I saw it. But yeah, I think Dark Knight because Batman Begins is not that good. Yeah, I'm trying to think what other ones it could be. But I think Dark Knight. Yeah. Um. The top three probably Dark Knight, Terminator 2, and Empire Strikes Back, I reckon. Yeah. I said yeah, Shrek 2 um, oh, so quickly. <laughs> you did. Oh, other ones. Um, Shrek 2 fucking Lord, rules. Uh, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. Does that count? Or was it well, two, that's no, the, that's the, no, that's third, the third one, movie. So. The second one's... Um, two Towers yeah, is also two towers, good. That's it. But all three of those good. movies are good. I don't, those three movies blend together for me. They're all great. They're all great. Um, I think Aliens is... Alien is a really good movie, though. So... Uh, I think, Part okay. two. yeah, so I think, yeah, I th- I think the difference is like Alien, like, they're all, but the thing is, all the originals are all very good movies, too. I think The Dark Knight is the best sequel purely because I don't really like Batman Begins all that much. 
the Natalie, when you rewatch Batman Begins, like I loved it when I saw it. It's I didn't by far the worst of the three. I walked out and said that didn't make any sense. Mm. But yeah, the Road Warriors. What does say, Mad Max Two? By the way. Okay. Yeah, I've only seen Mad Max One and Three. Then. <laughs> yeah. Um. Does. No, I don't. I'm not going to do that. I was going to say Toy Story Two is pretty good as well. Toy Story Two is good, but Toy Story One is my favorite movie of all time. So yeah, I'm obviously yeah. not going to say Toy Story yeah, Two. Is and Back better. to the Future Two is better as well. I think so. Yes, I got the yeah. shoes. There you go. Okay, that's enough questions of that. I answered that one. I reckon. Great questions though. Yeah, and then we go over to Discord, and I don't know how far back we go here because obviously we have questions from like a, a, two just, weeks ago now. You just do whatever you feel, my friend. <laughs> just just go from anywhere. Yeah. Uh, okay. Mario asked question for Doyle. I guess mostly given Bungard's neutr- neutrality on the issue. What is your fave good thing a player did for not your team in Origin? Ooh. And he said, mine is, don't remember the year, but Steve Price ran length of the field and finished just a meter short. Also, the most unlikely ever length of the field try. Oh, mine's for not, like, not my team. It's the Morris boys game where they, one came off the sideline and saved a try. The other one tackled, uh, held up Darius Boyd with like a broken shoulder. That's fun. Yeah, you remember, you remember those moments, don't you? Of course. Sport, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's some, yeah. Most other things the Blues have done ever, I've hated them. Like, it's hard to say a nice thing about any of the good things they did. Um, okay. Maybe you finish uh, reading. Maybe there'll be some good ones in Paul Gallon's book that you can add to. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, he hasn't got a single good origin moment, so I don't, I don't think so. Uh, he punched Nate Miles in the face. Oh, oh there cool. you go. Uh, was asked to Neil Henry run his race becoming a head coach in the league again. Felt he handled it handled at the Titans until the Haynes signing. He had a handle at the Titans, he says. No, so I think say that done, first mate. bit again. He said it's Neil Henry run his race becoming a head coach in NRL again. I think so. But I mean yeah, I think so as well. I don't think his name's been I don't think he's applying for jobs. <laughs> like we haven't heard his name at all. Yeah. Uh okay, a lot of those about losing coaches. Uh Okay, do you, uh, Rough Billy said, if you could choose one ad to play over your pained face when you got injured, which would it be? And what would DCs choose? Did we ask this last week? Or we asked Origin one. We did ask that. You did ask that question. Mm. Uh, and the correct answer is the ESPN NHL ad, because let's get the party started, Mitchell. <laughs> okay, this is a good one. Okay. Uh, Friday Beers said, so Jack asked, what's the oldest age group that you and your mates could beat the Australian national team in a game of basketball? So, uh, mm. E.g., could you and your mates beat the Australian under-13s to 14s national basketball team? How tall are 13-year-olds now? Like, the could same we just as get they a... always were. Right. No, that's They'd not true. Us. Do you reckon? They'd, can we just get to the basket? No, 13, 12-year-olds? No, I, I still think it doesn't matter if we get to the basket like because we're not, we're not going to be good enough to finish. It, it depends. Okay. First question is, is it like, who can I pick anyone I know? Uh uh, and how much prep do we have? Those are my two questions. Is it yeah. like, do I do I have two months? Do I have a month? Or do I just I happen think tomorrow? we're beating 12-year-olds. I don't know. Are you sure? If we start losing, we can just start hitting them. Yeah, but like they they'll, they can shoot. It's the, it's the best, the five best 12-year-olds in the country. They're all going to be better shooters than us. 100%. Yeah. But Not even a doubt about that. Foul the shit out of them. So what? And then what happens? They go to the free throw line and hit three throws while we would shoot like no, 15% start, from the free no, throw line. They start crying because they're children. Yeah, no, they'd beat us. Like I'm, there's a lot of sports I think that when you're old, even like we, my mates, when we're 18, when we joined all age comp, we, we went and joined all age soccer comp 
And our first year, we came like second last purely from getting kicked by older men, uh, kicked by adults, right? And we ended up winning the comp a year later. Mm. So I do think in a lot of sports, you can get away with the physicality if you, you, you and your mates are in shape or similar. But I don't think, I think basketball is one of those sports, the gap between being good at it and being average is so far. Yeah, but like, if, dude, if they're literally, like, if they're literally, I don't know, how tall are 11 year olds, 12 year olds? There was definitely there's there's definitely six foot thirteen year olds, mate. Oh well, then yeah, we well then we lose to them. Okay, yeah, like there's going to be it's probably like eleven, ten or eleven, you know. As long as they're like, if they're literally all five foot tall, they're not going to beat you, no matter how much better they are, because you can just block all their shots. They can't. What are they going to do? Just like when you you know when you when you're a dad blocking your son, you know, (laughs) that's literally what it would be like. So whatever age group that they're over, like five foot four, we won't win anymore. Yeah, yeah, but it also depends. Like, I've you know, Terry listens used to this, and I was in my basketball team. He was on my yeah. team, right? We would we probably beat under 13. He could just too. stand in the post and you could just throw him the ball, but also he can shoot ever. as but well. He wouldn't dribble. need to, he could just get he could yeah. just he could just feed him inside. None of them would ever be able to reach your passes if you throw them up to where only his hands can get them. And this question, my answer to this would be di- these type of questions, I'd answer them very differently six years ago than I answer now because we like we can. Act like we're not all we want, but my, my mates are like in their thirties now. It's very different to when we're early twenties when we're playing regularly and everything. The, the the tennis one was so funny to me. Remember that one did the rounds a couple of years ago, and people freaked yeah, out. Like, could you take a point off, off it? And it's like my I feel like I had the best answer to this, which was: Does the professional tennis player Serena Williams, whoever it is, do they yeah. know that I suck, or are they taking it seriously? Yeah, because if, if they know I suck, I'm not winning a point. But if they're taking it seriously, they might do a double fault, and then I would win a point. They might miss the court. Yeah, if they're trying their hardest because they like don't know that I suck, then I would mm. win a point. But if they know Maybe. I'm some Gumby who doesn't know what they're doing, then no, I would not win a point. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, like I, I like people like there probably is casual tennis players who take a point of them, but I'm not one of those. I'm, no, I, neither I, am I. I picked up a racket maybe five times in my life. Any any might take so, a point. Yeah, who knows? Why maybe. Not? Well, at least they can serve ish. Yeah, know? they can get over. Yeah. They can get over the net every time. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. The other the player, the, 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 pro, the, the pro, might make a mistake. That's the really your only chance. Yeah, but there, there's other ones like you know there is certain age groups that you know I think my my mates at twenty our local team we could have beaten the the under thirteen soccer team. I do genuinely believe yeah. that other one that did that where people are like oh. People go, oh, you wouldn't score a single goal if you played striker for Man City. It's like, no, you would. You'd get a few tap-ins. You just would. Like, they're would. so much better than everybody else. Like, you, you would score. And I understand that you'd be getting dominated most of the time. But as you said, mate, if you played striker every game, you would score for, some for goals. For Man City, City, you'd just get some goals. You'd get some goals. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's like, you know, if you're in the box for every corner. Yeah. yeah something Eventually, the ball's just going to fall to you. Yeah, you get, you'd probably score. For, 100% you would, mate. And the same thing like if you, you win for South. You'd probably, you'd probably score 30 tries a season. Um, I'd score South last wing. No, because that's actually a really hard job, which requires a lot of skill, <laughs> and very few players can do it, as proven by Josh Mansour, who could you'd not probably, do you'd, it. You probably score negative tries. You're saying the regular human would they take tries I, I, off you? I, I would. Uh, I would throw the ball over the sideline every time it was thrown to me, out of respect for Alex Johnson yeah, and the great go. work that he does. Yeah, but it's, yeah, I just think some sports the jumps giant, and all, like yeah. basketball's one of them because again, like they don't look so big on TV. But like the smallest person in the NBA is bigger than the average person. It's all you know? it's all variance as well, right? Yeah. Like the longer the contest goes for, the less chance you have. So it's like, yeah. could you beat an NBA player in a game of horse? No. Could you beat them in just like one shot each? Maybe. Like the more shots you have to take, 
Yeah. You might just fluke it in and then you win. So like yeah. the more shots you have to take in, it's in anything. It's like, could you beat a perfect, could you beat Phil Taylor at darts? If you got one dart, it's like, yeah. maybe if I got one, maybe. I might hit a triple 20, but yeah. if it's more than if every number of darts above one, my chance of winning gets significantly less. Yeah. But you know, the NBA one is that there's guys over there, like there's, you know, there's official street ball leagues in America, you know, and there's guys who play street ball play every day of their life. Right. Way more than anyone, any of us talking about this would, and they can't cop against NBA players, you know, because NBA players are in better shape, they're bigger, they're faster, they're stronger, as you said, maybe for two minutes. But yeah, so I think basketball's one of those ones that any, I don't think any of your mates who said they could beat 14 year olds, I mean, Jack's a bit younger than us and so might be better, but you'd have to tell me, like, what are your credentials as a basketball player to say you could beat the Australian out of 14 national team? Whereas like other sports, I do think like a decent men's soccer team could pound the 14s in soccer because that's, you can be more physical in football and you're bigger, you know? And also yeah. Australia's not very good. <laughs> uh, next question. Uh, G Bannerman, if there's a Justin Langer coaching school on one end and an Andrew McDonald the other, hmm. where will Freddie come out after this origin series? Seems Billy's language and approach is more like Pat Cummins camp. I don't think that like I don't think Freddie's like a Justin Langer type. I don't think anyone dislikes him, right? No, he's just you know he's he's Freddie's a different type of space cadet. He's like Matt Matt Elliott school. Like they talk, they're guys who are like, okay, he's definitely into those. What are those things? Uh, the weird scent things that women have. The essential oils. Freddie definitely right, loves yeah. the essential oil he's, thingy. How many? He's 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 into crystals as well. He's into crystals. That's it. You know, okay. he does earthing. Like that's the type of guy Freddie is. Mm. You know. Yeah. Remember all the players wore power bands? He definitely did that. They did. I'm yeah, saying he definitely he, he definitely would do that. Yeah. Um I'm trying to think. Well, yeah, I don't think that's either of those camps. Like definitely Billy does seem like a more modern the way he said uh, the uh, Pat Cummins school. I agree with that, but I don't think Freddie has to be one or the other. Uh <sighs> Uh, next one. Uh, Wayno says, uh, Parramatta dictionary definition of fraud. Wow. Close. <laughs> wow. Uh, Maddie McPee asks, is signing for the Dolphins reignited Jerry Marshall King's career? Might have. Yeah, he's playing really well. He is. Good on him. Uh, good on him. Brent, yeah, Brenton Sloan with a premiership drop back to 996. Half the good players and leaving 2023. Mm. Embarrassing flogging at the hands of the lowly Bulldogs over the weekend. We say it's time for Eels fans to crack each other's heads open and feast on the goo inside. Uh, yes, I would, Brent. Good grammar, Brent. I appreciate that. You read that. <laughs> you, 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 you read that really well. I'm proud of you. Because he because he, he wrote it well. It's a credit to him. Okay. Uh, but yes, I would say that's time for them to do that because, uh, like, essentially, I've seen them hoping that bad teams don't make the finals. <laughs> They're hoping someone doesn't sneak in the fans. Which is great. V8 Tiger, are you guys definitely sure about having West the team of the pod next year? I'm like that Mr. Mr. Lady and Happy Gilmore right now. Yeah, look, I mean... <laughs> no, I'm not sure on that. But I'm just saying I'm that sure. I couldn't do them this year, that's for sure. Not, yeah. No, I'm not sure either. Yeah. Uh, Komonos, relevant to Australia and Australia's World Cup qualifier against Peru. What's the one sporting match you've wanted a team to win more than any other? Uh, Friday, Australia. one for a team you support and one for neutral. Uh oh okay. Uh Australia v Italy 2006 World Cup. Yeah, that's a pretty easy one obviously and then I mean Grand we're not trying to count grand finals right because obviously 2015 grand final for me since then. 
But yeah, the Italy versus Australia thing, I was in not Hyde Park, but I was in one some park in the city watching. I can't remember which park now either. And it was just a weird experience that we actually had thousands of people in the city watching those games live and then to have them lose. I don't know. It, it was one of those things that it just it just mm. felt like Australia were going to win, you know? Right or wrong we are. You know, sometimes you have that vibe and then yeah, yeah. the team loses. It felt like they were going to win. No, I agree. You know? uh, I'm My Broncos one out of all of them is, you know, it, it's just, well, it's Locker's last season. He didn't play the game, but it's like, I felt like that whole year the Broncos were winning the comp. And I would love probably to do that like that. Pro- probably should have played. Mm, probably should have. Uh, any neutral? I'm trying to think who I will home. Cavs uh, as well uh, over the Warriors. Uh, as, a, as a neutral, that was my answer. It was LeBron game seven against the Warriors. Yeah. That was um, or awesome two weeks of sport. Um, I yeah, used to cheer against the Patriots every Super Bowl, then I stopped caring like the last two. Oh, I really wanted Pey- I really wanted Peyton Manning to get that ring with the Broncos, and he did. Yeah, so. yeah, I like that. I'm trying to think other neutrals. I really like. Coleman has a lot more weighing on this than most have had on any sporting result. Oh no, hang on, no, 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 hang on. I got it, 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 I got it. Leicester winning the Premier League. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, nailed it. Fuck, 2016. Wasn't that just the year for it? It's good, good sporting results all Le- around, mate. Less Leicester Cubs won the World Series, Cavs won the NBA, and then the twenty eight to three Super Bowl was in like February the next year. Crazy, yeah. Um, but Coleman had more riding on this than most of us do because he lives in Qatar right now through work, and obviously yeah. part of going moving to Qatar for work was to make it through to the Football World Cup. And if Australia didn't make it, you know, it kind of impacts your life on multiple levels. So I don't know if any of us have ever had that much riding on a game without being someone whose employment's tied to the game, like, you know, without working at a club or being on the field. Yeah. So, it, yeah, anyway, uh, Reese Brown is Graham Arnold the best coach in sport. Right. He got big balls. He got big balls. Uh, ben Quagliata, why would anyone ever doubt the Grey Wiggle? No, no one did. Oh, I don't know why. People did. Oh. People doubting it was obviously doubting it was fine. People like I've mentioned it yesterday as well. People still mad at it after it's weird. Uh, <laughs> Jez says, What will the Peruvian national team spend their November doing? <laughs> I do, I love the idea they had a national holiday. I mean, national- I think that I think that's cool. I don't really have any like, I, I wish we had the football culture that some of these places do, but. We won, and they didn't. So suck on that. Yeah, that's it. Uh, 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 um, a better video came out of Redmayne throwing the notes away. By the way, did it? Oh, no, it's I like an. I, I posted in the Discord a little bit earlier, but like, um, yeah, like you can actually see him. Like it's it's great. It's zoomed right in. You you see the other dude. You see the other dude read the notes and put them down, and then you see Redmayne just walk over and take it and throw it away. It's great. Mm. Uh, Morg said, "Is waking up to a house smelling of cooked garlic one of the best winter feelings ever?" Uh, I've never woken yeah. up to that smell. No, I I would like to. Garlic rules. Yeah, so what I'd like to as well. I've never woken up to that smell. Well, I'd like to. The smell of garlic is great in winter in general, though. Uh, and there's two more questions. I've got one on Discord and then one back on Patreon. Uh, Brenton Sloan asks, "How much longer has Holbrook got as head coach of the Titans?" No one cares about the Titans, so they like don't. maybe forever. Maybe he'll be sacked by the time we finish talking. Yeah, I mean that's it. Like, who knows? Who knows what happens? Like, they sh- he should be gone in the coming weeks. I'll be shocked if he sees the season out. But also, there's no pressure on on him to lose his job. 
Uh, and Pat Lawrence said, if anyone had transfer fees for player signings, which past players' moves would have broken transfer records? Uh, Tedesco to the Roosters. Yes, Greg Inglis to South. Yeah, there's not a lot of players who've moved at the the top. Mm, you know, those two, those, those are the those are probably the big two, really. Yeah, there's obviously been big signings. Like when Kronk went to the Roosters, it was huge, but you're not getting paid a massive transfer fee at his age. You know? Like, no. And Pong was a big move too, but people didn't know he was a certainty at that point. Um, you probably would have a decent fee for Reynolds from us, if that was a thing. Yeah. But he's also maybe. older. But not not as much Tedesco. as those two. Tedesco, yeah. they got his career in English. The only way that wouldn't have been a big fee is because they were forced to do it. You know? Oh, actually, actually um, another one. I, th- I think again. I think uh, Falau to the Broncos. Yeah, that you're right. Because he was like what? He was like twenty when that ha- nineteen when that happened, right? Yeah, he was. He was like <laughs> a few years into his career, obviously. But yeah, that would have been a big one. And he, um, he'd been scoring like a try a game for them. I think. Yeah, I mean, he was like considered one of the was... best young players in the game. Uh, when Hodges went to the Roosters, could have been a decent fee as well. But he wasn't mm-hmm. Falau levels, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, Falau was like. Yeah, was he like nineteen twenty? Yeah, when we signed him and, and was uh, scoring every game and was one yeah. like not even one of the best young players, one of the best players full players stop. in the NRL. Yeah. yeah, so he would have been, and then he would have left us two years later as he did, and it would have been a terrible transfer in the end. Like <laughs> one of those busts. That's yeah, true. Uh, uh, is there anyone else I'm trying to think? No, um, no. no, that we've probably now that Flower English Teddy. I think they're, they're they're probably the top three. Yeah, that's it. Okay, that's it. That's all the questions. Oh, all right. Well, that was good. I had a good time. Did you? I did. Excellent. Well, I'm glad to hear it. All right. Uh, be sure to check out our merch store, rugbyleaguemerch.com forwards com dot au or dot com dot com. But it's like forward slash dash rookies. But you just go to the website, oh. you'll find them. We're top. Yep. If you go to the and shop, we're the top ranked one there. Well, why? Well, why wouldn't we be? Um. Yeah. Get you get your 06 vibes gear. We'll have some more shirts soon. If you have a design you want to see, or get, just message us. We'll we'll we'll, we'll do it. It doesn't cost anything. Yeah, uh, it'll, it'll cost you to buy it, but it won't. Yeah, cost it doesn't cost to anything to, to, yeah, but time to get it put on the website. <laughs> we got all the time in the world, except for right now, because we got to go. All right, uh, thank mm. you all for listening. Patreon.com forward slash rookies if you want to support us. Uh, say goodbye, Mitchell. Goodbye, Mitchell. That's goodbye from me. <laughs>